Shkalim Perek Vav, Mishnah Gimel, third Mishnah in the sixth chapter of Shkalim. So our mission starts with Hechan Hayu Mishtachavim. There were Mishtachavayon. Let's go back to Perek Vav Mishnah. Look, we learned that there were 13 Shofarot. We'll learn about those. 13 Shulchano. We'll learn about those. And we also learned Shloshasa Mishtachavayon. There were 13 Mishtachavayon, bowings. So where did they bow down? 13 times, 13 places, the Beit HaMikdash. So the Mishnah says the following. We'll read the Mishnah and then we'll go through it. And then we'll understand it in the, in the actual uh, chart of the Beit HaMikdash, in the diagram of the Beit HaMikdash. Says the Mishnah. Arba B'Tzafon, there were four in the north. Arba B'Darom, four in the south. Shalosh B'Mizrach, two, three, excuse me, three in the east. Ushtayim B'Ma'arab, and two in the west. Koneged Sharim. So they would bow down. There were 13 places. They would bow down in the Beit HaMikdash. Corresponding to the 13 gates that there were in the Beit HaMikdash. What are these 13 gates? So let's go. Let's, let's list each one. So the southern gates, starting from the west. The upper Shar gate, the fuel gate, the Bechorot gate, and the, and the water gate. Let's go, back to our, let's go back to our chart. So if you look, starting at the southern uh, the upper gate, it's called Shar Ha'elyon, because if you if you think about it, the the uh, the Beit Hamikdash, the Elyon, it was on a the, it was on a plain. So the upper gate was the one in the south. Just so you know, Kotel HaMa'aravi, right? Remember Kotel. This is the Ma'arav. The Kotel HaMa'aravi, for our purposes, is like down here, up here, somewhere. Okay. So the Beit Hamikdash is facing towards Yerushalayim, like facing up towards Yerushalayim. This is like where we come in, just for your perspective. Okay, so let's go here. Shar HaElyon, this is the first gate. Shar HaDelek, Shar HaBechorot, and Shar HaMayim. Why, why would they call these things? Let's look at the Bartunura. Okay, Shar HaElyon, he says, Arba, it was Mishupad, like we said, it was on an angle, going from east to west. The Shar Samuch Lema'arav, Shar HaElyon, the upper Shar that's closest to the west with the Shar HaElyon. Achorav Shar Delek, Shar Delek, why do they call it the fuel? There's a, there's a gas station in Israel called Delek, and Gas is delicate. Hushar shall lishkat ha'etz. That's where they would bring the lishkat ha'etz. That's where they had the office of the trees. Shaita bedrom ha'azara. Val shem shemachnisim derech sham asei amaracha. That's where they would bring in the etzim. Okay, somewhere here there's a lishkat etzim. We have to find the lishkat etzim. I don't know exactly where it is. Yeah, I found it. It's lishkat etzim. According to this diagram, is way down here. Why would this be shar hadelik? I'm not entirely sure. That must be part of a machloket. Shar bechorot. That's where they would back to the bartunura. They bring in the Bechorot. And Shar Hamayim, let's look here. Okay, why is it called Shar Hamayim? Why is it called Shar Hamayim? The gate, the water gate. According to the Tanakhama, that's the gate that they would bring in the, 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 the small jar, the small Tupperware of water that they would do in the pouring of the water, that a special gate for the pouring of the water on Chag. On Sukkot, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, Rabbi Yaakov ben Yaakov says no. Bo hamayim mifachim, there the water trickles. Va'atidi liot yotzi mitachat miftan habayit, and uh, there the water is going to exit under the miftan habayit. The, the miftan is the doorpost, the post of the doorpost. What in the world does that mean? The Bartunura says Yechezkel. Hinei mayim mifachim in hakatef hayemanit. Let's just look at Yechezkel. I got it open. Okay, Yechezkel is talking about the Bayit Shlishi. Okay, so Bishicheska says, Vayishiveni lepetach habayit, in his vision, Kashabarko brought me back to the door, Vinei mayim yotzi mitachat miftan habayit kadima, 
washed water is issued under the threshold. For the forefront of the house looked toward the east. Okay, so it was for the, the, the head of it looked toward the east. And the water descended. The waters came down under the altar from the right of the south, from the side of the altar. To the north. And he led the other way toward the east. Mefachim highlighted this word. The waters trickled forth. That's that word. Mefachim. Here's the is the word that we just saw. Hamayim mefachim from Yechezkel. So they said he says that's the Shar Hamayim according to Rabbi Elazar and Yaakov because in Yechezkel water is going to be dripping. Shar Hamayim mefachim will trickle from under that somehow will be trickling from under that gate from there uh, out and out out of the Beit Hamikdash. Misha continues. Okay, Lumatam Bitsafon in the north, Smuchim the Ma'arab. Let's start from the west. Shar Yechanya, Shar Korban, Shar Nashim, Shar Hashir. Well, let's look at our, at, our, at our diagram. Okay, the other side, according to them. They call it Shar Hanitzots. I looked in the, in the internet, it said it used to be called Shar Yechanya, but then the, the name changed over time, which makes sense. Shar Korban, Shar Hanashim. Why is it called Shar Hanashim? One second. Shar Korban, they would bring in the, the Korbanot, because, remember, they have to give, bring them to the Beit Mitzvahim, they would shecht them here, okay? And they would bring Kadshay Kadshim, that they would do the Shechita in the Tzafon, in the north. This is where they would do the Shechita, so they would bring certain animals there. Shar Nashim. Shar Nashim was for the women to do Smicha on their Korbanot, for Korbanot Rashut, the women would come and do Smicha, they would stand in the Shar. And then, Shar Hashir. Shar Hashir, the Kahati says, uh, that's where they bring in the musical instruments, I guess, right? The Shar Hashir. They bring the musical instruments because this is where the Levim would stand. Is they would stand here when they were doing their korbanot. So they have to. The band has to be there. Let's go back to the Mishnah. Shar Yechanya. Why did they call it Yechanya? Shebo Yatsa Yechanya BeGaluto. Because Yechanya, the Mishnah says that Yechanya left that Shar when he went into when he went into Galut, which would make sense why they would change the Shar and Itzotz because. Who would want to name it after such a terrible thing? You'd want to have a happier name. Okay. Vamizrach in the east. That's in the east. Remember that when they come in, Shar Nikanor. Okay, that was the, the gate of Nikanor. And why was it called the gate of Nikanor? The Yuma will see that. Okay. Uh, we're going to learn why it was called Shar Nikanor. That's the Nesim Sefta. Ushnei Pishpishim Hayulo. And it also had two like smaller doors. Echad Bimino, Echad Bismolo. Okay, let's look at the chart again. So you see here. You see the Beit Hamikdash. Let's see if I can find Shai here. Shai and Nikanor, the entrance, and the two Pishpishim, the two smaller doors. Let's see if I can find a picture of Shai and Nikanor. This is on the diagram, I assume, from the Holy Land model or another model. This is Shai and Nikanor, right? And he had two Pishpishim, two smaller doors on the side. So I guess, uh, the, and those two doors were also considered considered the Pishpishim. The doors were also considered gates. And the Mishnah finishes. And there were two on the Ma'arab, two on the west. That had no names. Let's look back in our in our chart. Okay, back in our chart, you see there's a Shar Katan and Shar Katan. Nobody used those because it was in the backside. It was the western wall. They had no they were just sort of access points for the Beit Migdash. And those were, according to the Mishnah, according to the Mishnah, the 13 Shtachavayot, connected the 13 gates. Now, I have to show with you the Bartanura, because the Bartanura says the following. Based on the Gemara, I think. In the Gushami, I don't know. The Gemara says, Hachmatniti Sharim. This Mishnah of 13 gates, 
That was only one opinion. Shalmi says that was only according to Rabbi Yossi ben Hanan. Aval Chachamim Omrim, Chachamim say no. Shiva Sha'arim Ayula Azara. There weren't 13 gates, there were seven gates. In Husav, right, they hold. These 13 bowings, they bowed 13 times because there were 13 pratsot, breaches. That the Greeks blew into the Azara, that they destroyed, they breached 13 breaches into the Beit Amidash. When the Chashmonaim came and overwhelmed them, and beat them, they closed back those breaches. Then they did designate these 13 bowings. They every, according to every like patchwork in the Beit HaMikdash, they would bow down in thanks to God for redeeming us. So what's really fascinating is this, you know, when you see this chart, oh, there were 13 gates. According to the Rishami, the, that's only one day. Ah, that's the day that Rabbi Yudanasi recorded. But in the Rishami, there were only seven gates. And when you start counting them, I guess you would start saying one, two, three, four, five. I don't know which, which seven, but these two probably didn't consider gates. Those Pishbishim, they didn't consider gates. It's really weird. Why would you consider the two small doors like a regular gate? And that's not the 13 Shtachavayot. So the whole structure of the Beit HaMikdash was probably somewhat, in a smaller way, somewhat different than uh, the way the Mishnah describes it. Okay, I've gotten along long enough. Really interesting stuff. We'll stop here and dedicate our learning to memory of my father, Rab Simcha Ben Yitzchak Kalman, and Sipora Fega Matilda Bat Nachum Eli Melech. Have a good day.